money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's good because this is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Yes. Welcome. 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 It's, and it's 2019. So 2019. welcome to 2019. Although we've been here for a few days now, but mm-hmm. yeah. but it is still the beginning mm-hmm. of the year and and that's uh, kind of the the theme of the show here. So I my name is Dave. I'm here with my wife Reb or Rebecca. Uh, we do notice uh, just as a, a little side note as we're out and about and meeting people more and more people are calling you Reb. They are. Yeah, it is because... very, and they they look at me like they know me, and I'm like, "Do I know you?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, I listen to you on the radio," and they tell me that mm-hmm. they're homeschoolers or whatever. And I'm like, "How do you know this about me?" It's mm-hmm. very freaky, mm-hmm. but I realize because I talk on the radio. So and, yeah, and it's, it's I great. mean, we just want to say thank you. Yes. I mean, it, we love it when people come up and and say hello, and you know, thank you for inviting us into your kitchen, living room, you know, iPhone or, or whatever technology you're road, doing. Maybe, maybe, maybe some maybe people listen car, to us. You know, maybe what? some people listen to this when they run. No, well, oh, well, maybe. Yeah, okay, maybe. It's not that exciting. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but if you do want to listen to us in other formats, of course, we're on numerous podcasting platforms and always looking to expand that. So if you, uh, if you, we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, please just send us a note at morethanenough.ca. There's a link there to, to connect with us and, and tell us what platform it's on and we'll work to get on that. So, and if you just want to listen on your computer or your device, morethanenough.ca, of course, has all the shows archived as well as chri.ca, who we uh, are sitting here in the radio or in the studio here at CHRI. So thanks to the group there. And now our special guest. Yes, we have a special guest today. We've had him before, mm-hmm. Mr. Tim Jenkins. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome here. Thank you. Great so, to be back. Yeah, and it's great to have you. And, and especially, um, I, I would say, strategic in the beginning of the year and what For we're sure. going to be talking about. And, and so sit down chill out. Um, Tim's a chill kind of guy. And so we're, we're going to have some fun just having conversation around being rich and what that means and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I'm not going to do that. But Tim, you are the lead or the principal at Trinity Wealth Management. Is, yeah. Trinity I, Family Wealth Advisors. See, yeah. I, I, was, I should, <laughs> I should have read it off this sheet. I'm like, uh, wait a minute. I'm forgetting a word in there. So, 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 and you work mostly again. I'm actually, I'm just going to let you do a little intro, introduce us to yourself and we'll go from there. Yeah. So we work with high capacity families, helping them, uh, gain control um, and get contentment around their their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's typically the first place we go. But, you know, as we talk about money, we find that really wealth is more important to people, uh, but they just never had a chance to look at that. And we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about that a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's really where we love to spend some time after mm-hmm. we help them get gain control and clarity yeah. is to really look at how do we expand and, and have more than just money, actually right. have wealth. Right. And, and you'll notice I said 
riches. And, and yes. Tim said wealth. wealth yes. That was unplanned, but it worked really well. So way <laughs> to go, Tim. So Because that's really, we're going to talk a lot about a bit the differences between I'm rich and I'm wealthy. And, yeah. and, and some of those differences uh, and, and what that means. And here yeah. at the beginning of a new year, you know, uh, you may or may not be the kind of person who does uh, New Year's resolutions or, or whatnot. And that's fine, whatever. But it is a good time for us to sit down and say, oh, let's take a look back at the year 2018 and do a little, you know, take stock of that. And and our hope is, is from this conversation today that 2019, you'll have a, a bit of a little different perspective. And you might say, well, I'm going to start thinking that way or acting that way in 2019. Regarding which, our wealth and riches and our perspective on that. Sure. Yeah. And I want to add this, that um, if you go to Tim's website, which is um, trinityfamilywealth.ca, correct? Right. Yes. yes. You'll find a lot of really great blogs. I When I met Tim and I was reading his stuff and we had conversations, I'm like, um, your heart for what you do is we we walk alongside each other because it's it's like i'm reading my thoughts when i i mean you write really well so it's really nice and succinct so it's really a lot nicer than going through my thoughts but your thoughts and things you write down are the things that i'm thinking about and what i want to share with people and how to help people in their in their thinking about their finances so that's one thing that drew us to you and i just if you i'm putting a plug in for your blogs mm-hmm. and and your heart so Thank you. Yeah, no, we just really want to have some content there that people can't get any some get somewhere else. Right. And and our our industry in particular always focuses on the money. Yeah. And yet, when you talk to families, especially with parents, um, our concern is for our kids way beyond money. We mm-hmm. want to sure give them money and help them, but that's not our number one priority. And yet, mm-hmm. all the time focuses on the money. It's, yeah. Yes, and we understand that too because. And for in our case, it's the point of pain or stress, right? So people come because they need help in that stressful time. So, but, well, and, but, and we have lots of people. I mean, Tim, I, I'm sure you can identify with that. That the conversation starts something like, "Well, maybe we don't have a lot of stress, but we want to be good stewards, or we want to be better managers, sure. or yeah. you know, that kind of theme." And you know what we're talking about in terms of stewardship and management yes there's that aspect of 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 managing resources the actual physical money but the heart the the foundation the and then i think this is why scripture says you know what's going on in our heart is reflected by how we use the money that the the things we have exactly. so you know i know our conversations certainly all gravitate towards yeah well, you know we want to do well in management yes but really our heart is is that we want to bless our kids or we want to make sure we create an environment where we're not creating this kind of attitude in our in our legacy or or in our, our assets and so you know looking at that and tim's shaking his head it's radio yes <laughs> yes, yes i know i just didn't want to interrupt you <laughs> interrupt it's all good okay. so. so i'm gonna read from psalm 112 because um we have a lot of talk to talk about in only a few minutes this morning but psalm 112 um is anyway i'll just read it because it's of course the lord speaks for himself um this is this is uh what the lord uh says praise the lord blessed is the man who fears the lord who delights greatly in his commandments 
His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. And um, you, Tim, you actually shared these verses in light of what we're talking, going to talk about today about what is success. And Psalm 112 says it really clearly. If you want to know what success is, go read Psalm 112 and meditate on that for the next few days because there's a lot in here. Yeah, it's just amazing when you actually look that God wanted us to know how he defines success. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think culture immediately thinks about money um, and we chase it for a number of reasons. But when we look at um, people that do acquire a lot of money, um, it's not, we don't have to dig very deep to find out that they're not all that happy and that life isn't together um, Mm -hmm. for them the way it it, it could be. And, And yet God says he wants us to have life that is truly life. He says that multiple times. And then when we look in Psalm 112, we see um, what his heart is for success and how he wants um, he wants um, the man who fears the Lord, um, who finds great delight in his commands. And it talks about that man's family or that couple's family um, and, and, and their community and different things like that. And so, yeah, Reb, it's, it's a great 10 verses to sit down with a coffee and, and just yes. kind of ponder through that and say, okay, if that that's what God wants. That's what I want too. Mm-hmm. And then how do we do that? And, and you know, again, knowing it's the beginning of the year, maybe you want to just say, you know what, this is a verse that I'm going to revisit over the course of the year. This is my 2019 verse or chapter that I'm just going to meditate on because I, I'm, I'm reading through it going, you know, if, if this, if, if I just do this, not just for 2019, yes. but my whole life, if yes. my whole oh, life yeah. just reflects this, I'm golden. Like I'm good. That's it. I've, you know, I'm accomplished. So, you know, simple. I kind of think, you know, this would probably be a really good one if you're kind of thinking, what's a verse for 2019? We'll start here. Maybe the Lord will, will lead you somewhere else, but this would be a great because one. Because, I, I mean, we won't dig into it too much because we could just spend all the time in this chapter, actually. But, you know, you he won't be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid. Those verses... Just because you get your house in order and do what you can doesn't mean trouble won't come. But when trouble comes, your heart is still steadfast. Your heart is still trusting. Your heart still knows who has you in his hand. And, and that's the Lord. And that's the kind of heart we want. And in Hebrews, I think there's some references because I've loved those verses, you know, um, establish your hearts. God wants us, our hearts, to be steadfast in him and trusting no matter what happens. Jeremiah talks about it, that we'd be like trees planted that when then when the hard times come, when drought comes, our roots are just deep. 
-hmm. and we're solid and we know how to how to hang in there and persevere so in these times when people are struggling on all kinds of levels for all kinds of reasons these are this is the kind of people we want to be yeah for sure verse uh verse eight his heart is secure and he will have no fear Uh, and that secure is really um his heart will be firm in in the right principles in god's principles Mm -hmm. and i think that's part of the reason that god does give us challenges in life is that so time and again we can find that his principles work he is trustworthy we can have our faith in him and it builds our faith so we can move forward with more courage Mm -hmm. because he he knows hard times come so and it's a crazy world we live in right now i mean you talk about fear and and maybe we'll transition a little bit to some of the questions we have but you know the reality we live in a world that is just spewing fear in in all kinds of ways fear that there's not going to be enough fear that you know financial markets are going to crash fear that you know Mm -hmm. you know all kinds of reasons that we we maybe could be afraid living in this world that we are and and yet psalm 112 starts with well praise the lord i don't need to be afraid and that's the quick and, summary and it's because we know the principles and <laughs> sure. one of the principles we're talking about today and i'm going to ask tim right off the bat um i i uh, am not embarrassed to say i got this these ideas from one of his blogs so we're going to link you to his blog at the end but we're going to talk about the difference between riches and wealth and what is how do you see the difference or is there a difference tim oh de- definitely there's a difference i think that um wealth is a lot more encompassing than just riches Riches we tend to think about financially. Um, And uh, so, you know, to me, wealth, uh, if if we're wealthy, wealth is going to include things that money can't buy. Okay. And and that is really, I think, the the heart for us as parents, especially. But I just don't want to belabor on the fact of of parents. But but anybody, we, we have things that are more important to us than money. And so what are those? And, uh, you know, love for a spouse, love for another person, uh, for a niece or a nephew, uh, for kids, um, harmony in our home, our health. Mm-hmm. Those are things that money can't buy. And, uh, and so when we look at wealth, uh, I want to see, I, I just believe that there's, there's a, a number of dimensions of wealth of which money or riches are one. Mm-hmm. So when, when we're when the listeners are listening there there's more to look at when we look at our lives and they're looking at themselves personally or their families they can we can often say well we're not rich you know i hear it often now we could go to we could go to um oh, what's that rich list globalrichlist.com global and one of my one favorites of favorite things Appa- to do. apparently it's not one of your favorites but it is one of my favorite <laughs> you know to put me back into perspective exactly. and to go all right, wait a minute. If I'm getting um, to the place where I'm feeling sorry for myself because I don't have enough cash in the bank or I can't buy Rebecca that gift that I want, I go to a Global Rich List and then my life kind of gets back into perspective. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't, I will link that to the show as well, but go there. But I guess what we're saying right off the bat is if you're feeling this way, um, take a look at your life and what other areas beyond money do you have wealth in? That, that are valuable, you, you, your relationships. And, and you may feel like you're alone and, um, or you're lonely, but, um, there, there's always something in your life to be grateful for on that level. 
Yeah, for sure. And and I, I've, I've written about that in several ways, but just quickly, one, one is to simply think of, um, you know, our, our different, um, our eyesight, what we can see, mm-hmm. uh, what we can hear, what we can uh, communicate, um, what we can experience mm-hmm. and, and simply think about that. Um, and, and we'll find that, you know, we're, we're very, very rich when we don't even think about money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that mm-hmm. can help us with that attitude. But as North Americans, you know, we, we we have just been given it all, even yeah. though we we always we can always find somebody. You know, the question is how much is enough, mm-hmm. and, and the automatic answer people every person says is just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if that little bit more is I just make it, you know, another hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month or or a year, mm-hmm. or if that's another half million a year. It doesn't matter where they're on. We we are on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always just a little bit more. And yet in North America, you know, we, we all know when we stop, we're just so rich. Mm-hmm. There is a current commercial out there. It's I don't even know who put it out. I saw it on social media. And a guy wakes up and he's wrapped in a Christmas gift. Uh, his wife's wrapped in wrapping and his children are wrapped in wrapping. And the kid, they're all like, what's going on? So he opens them all up. He walks out into the bathroom and the light cover of the bathroom's covered in a wrapping paper. Then he goes down for breakfast and his breakfast is in a Christmas box. And his daughter hands him a stocking and inside are the keys to his car, his minivan. It's not a brand new one. It, the point of the commercial or the thing, is, the ad is we have so much in our house, like the shower head was covered with wrapping paper. In other words, if we put on that site that says, even in in our society, even if we don't think we have a lot, but we have running water and hot water and and, and warmth in a cold country, those are things that are gifts and 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 that's our wealth. That is our wealth, but we don't always think of it that way, right? Um, yeah, and I think too that you know when we when we see the influence of culture on us that is like that that is you know it's the air we breathe it's it's we don't realize or pay attention to how culture is influencing us because a culture is telling us it is all about the money it's what is my net worth even that idea of what is my net worth i mean when we talk about it we talk about net equity we don't talk about worth when we talk about money because the reality is, is that has nothing to do with your worth how much money you have in the bank or how many assets you have versus how many liabilities that that's just your net equity. That's just the difference between the in and the out. Whereas worth is what we're talking about today, where culture wants us to measure net worth like that, assets versus liabilities. Whereas Christ, God is saying, oh, your worth is measured in a different way with a different set of, of, of matrix. And if we don't pay attention to the culture, we will start measuring ourselves with, I don't have enough. This guy has a little bit more. This guy has a little more, or I want a little more, that extra hundred bucks. And so for, for us to pull back, come into scripture and say, well, what is, well, Psalm 112, what does that say? It says, well, God's got a different measuring stick when we're talking about wealth. 
Yeah, he does. And uh, I think it's just worthwhile for us to kind of look at that, whether we have a biblical worldview or not, mm-hmm. um, our heart will tell us that there are things that are more important to money, uh, to, to, to us than money for mm-hmm. most people. And, um, and yet when we apply a biblical worldview, uh, I, I, I've studied this a fair bit and it's interesting just to, you know, Google or get a, a commentary and look at success. What, what's mm-hmm. God's definition of success? Um, and that's what we want people to focus on. But um, a mentor of mine, Russ Crossan, um, has written several books. One of them um, is called Your Life Well Spent. And Russ defines success there in a, in, a, in a simple way, but I think a very profound way. Because most of us think, I'm not successful unless I have a certain financial status in my community, in my mm-hmm. church, at work, uh, whatever it is. It's, it's pictured around the money and what money can attain. And yet, when, um, when, I, when I read with Russ, what he's looked at from God's word, um, he's got three aspects of it. And he says, um, we are successful as we, one, um, as we work hard at what God has called me to do, regardless of my income. And that's, uh, that's kind of referenced mm-hmm. on Colossians 3.23. So it's, it's not about how much I make. Um, the second is um, you have harmony in your marriage. Um, you love your spouse and vice versa and manage healthy relationships with others. Uh, obviously our kids, but you know, siblings and people that uh, are friends of ours and in our community and workplaces. Um, and, and this is regardless of whether I have a place of power. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the scripture reference there would be Philippians 2 and 3. And then the third is that um, I, I'm successful as I train and love my children regardless of my position. And uh, Psalm 37, 28 and 29 talk about that. So um, I, I think these are just um, great anchors um, that, you know, I'm, I'm working hard regardless of the income that it provides. Um, harmony in my home are in my key relationships. And um, and that if I have children, that I'm training them well, and that they they know my love. So my question, as you're saying that, because that's those are amazing points, even to reflect on for myself, right? Because we compare ourselves to others, we compare ourselves to the standard out there, and we're always falling short, mm-hmm. right? Um, but how do you get a heart? Like, especially as a businessman, I guess, maybe as women, we find more, um, we're more at home in the relationship department. I, that's a stereotype. So sorry for anyone. Please don't be offended. Um, but how do we get away from wanting to compare ourselves to the success measure of the world? Like, how do we, what's something practical we can do to get out of the mindset? Because it's constantly at us. It is. So, so just as constantly that it's at us, we need to be, I think we need to daily recenter ourselves, get back to mm-hmm. that influence that our culture has had on us, good and bad through the day, but start that next day with, with our Heavenly Father, our mm-hmm. loving, abundant, generous Heavenly Father, um, studying His principles that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. that provide our security, understanding really what the truth of his word says and then how does that apply to us because then you can look at that and you can say okay well what's true wealth mm-hmm. you know what's my end game when, when I'm at end of life what what's going to be most important to me mm-hmm. um, you know uh, and 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 I, and I hope that 
you know, um, our, our, our kids are all skinny and stay that way. Um, so that around, around my deathbed, there'll be a lot of kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's going to be room for more, but, but that's, that's what I want. It's not going to be about, you know, what, what's in the investment accounts and how, what's the square footage mm-hmm. of our house or what was my title. It's going to be about those relationships and, and other values there. So, um, so what I'm looking at is, um, is, is just really wanting to make sure that how I define success aligns with God's word. Okay. Um, and then look at, at, look at those five or six components of true wealth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, which, which we do list. <clears throat> now we're already mm-hmm. getting to the end of the show. So we want to leave that, that practicable homework, mm-hmm. right? Of, of, uh, of what, what can the listener do practically to become wealth minded and not just money minded? Yeah, so so um, you'll see on the link a couple things. Um, one, there's the the blog that really talks about what is true wealth. Um, what are the different components of uh, of true wealth in terms of financial, relational, spiritual, mm-hmm. physical, intellectual? And and one of the great questions that I love, and and listeners can just write this down. You can put it down a sticky or a napkin or something, um, because it's going to really help you understand in a nutshell what's most important to you. Mm-hmm. And and what I would recommend is you simply finish the sentence. Wealthy is the person who, mm-hmm. and and finish that sentence. So it'll be three or four different things um, that you'll put down there. Maybe more than that. Um, things like um, you know a specific example would be um, they've got um, they know God intimately that they live in peace and reliance on him um, and long to follow his ways. Um, they've got harmony and mutual love and respect within their family. Those are a couple of ideas. So wealthy is the person who wealthy has... Wealthy is the person who... Who has... Uh, unity and harmony in their family. Okay, and and so what what we'll do is is write those down. Mm-hmm. Those four or five things that they're gut checks. They're going to come right to you. This is not a half hour labor thing. You're going to figure this out in three or four minutes. Um, second thing then is saying, okay, if that's if that's what um, what what true wealth means to me at the beginning of a year, what what do I need to do this year? Couple key things. What do I need to stop? What am I doing that's keeping me from being able to attain mm-hmm. those? Those things. Um, what do I need to start? Um, and 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 then and just a, a couple key things that'll come to you. Note in mind here, or, or just a note: you can't add something without taking it off because our mm-hmm. plates are already full. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, so so that and then and what do I continue? What am I already doing well? A lot. We're doing many things right. Mm-hmm. This is a fine tunement. It's not a, a midlife major correction. Um, and then um, and then the third thing would be as you look at the year. You know, what are the important things this year that I'm going to block into my calendar? Is it a spouse's birthday, a child I want to do something special with this year? They graduate from a certain grade or something, or I just want to do something special for me. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what are those handful of things throughout the calendar year that need to go on the calendar first and not get missed in the rest of the stuff? The urgent stuff's going to fill in our calendars right. big time real quick. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I like I'm turning fifty in 2019. Yeah, it's blocked so, off, so baby. Block uh, it yeah, off, it is honey. blocked off. We have Hawaii uh, for like oh, fifty days. Oh no! I think we got well, something, we something planned. Plan, Hawaii, sure. I think that's the uh, I don't know sixtieth or something. I don't know. It's stretching our budget this year anyway. The 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 Hawaii thing just happens to be <laughs> you got to take two or three weeks, and so we're still time deficient. So I, I got to get kids out of the house for before sure. I do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Kids, take note. As soon as you. Leave, leave we're off to hawaii yeah. so but thank you so much tim yeah. i mean this has been rich yes this has been rich in and in not the financial way but in the wealth building <laughs> okay. way yeah, i was uh, gonna correct you this has been a wealthy conversation <laughs> i'm like yeah, it's been a wealthy conversation but as we look at that you know recognizing that you and i'm gonna just say it you might have to listen to this podcast again because there is so much stuff in here. Obviously, we want you to uh, just click the link below in the in the uh, show notes. If the show notes don't show up in your your podcast, go to morethanenough.ca. They will certainly be in the in the show notes on there. Click the link to uh, to Tim's pods or to Tim's blogs. blogs. I wouldn't say podcasts, but to Tim's blogs. And uh, there's a wealth more of information there. I got it right this time. So yeah, and we'll we'll. Continue Continue to just think, ponder, uh, put some strategies, some just some simple things into action so that you know that 2019 is going to be a year where you're working on building wealth, maybe not necessarily riches. How's that? Sounds good. Good. Thanks, Tim, for being with us. Join us next time when we talk money. Oh, wait. Have I got a minute? I want you to pray, Reb. Father, thanks so much for uh, Tim's presence here, um, but mostly for your presence and how you teach and guide us. And you want to reveal to us over and over again how wealthy we are in Christ Jesus. And we thank you for the cross of Christ. We thank you for your love and your life and that you are showing us as we uh, head into this new year um, what we have, because what we have we can share with others. We just thank you for the privilege of being here um, in this nation to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. And join us next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.